Welcome to Cartoons, a celebration of the music and artists we love to listen to in the car. Proudly supported by Cam Clark Ford. Visit them today at camclarkford.com. This season, we're showcasing some iconic Alberta artists. In this debut episode, we'll share the life and career of Canadian country music superstar Paul Brandt. From his first steps to his latest achievements, join us as we explore the remarkable path of this Calgary native. Let's begin in 1996. Paul, then a pediatric nurse, released a single that would become a Canadian anthem, My Heart Has a History. My heart has a history of letting go. I don't think any artist ever forgets the first time that they hear their song on the radio. And for me, uh, you know, my heart has a history. I had to pull over, you know. I remember I had this little Ford Ranger that I was driving around down in Nashville and it came over the airwaves. Paul Brandt with My Heart Has a History. My heart has a history. You know, it was one of those moments where I just had to sit and take it all in. I had written that song over at one of Reba McIntyre's companies called Starstruck Entertainment. And I was writing with this incredible songwriter, Mark D. Sanders. He wrote the song Heads Carolina, Tails California. And one of my favorites, the song I Hope You Dance. And so I was a little bit nervous, but also a little bit cocky and excited about showing him what this young kid from Canada could do. And we're working away on this song and nothing I did seemed to really connect with him. And, and so he actually, he got up, he was busy. He had to make a phone call or something. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, how rude. I mean, how dare he leave the room while, you know, Paul Brandt from Canada is here writing this song. So he left and in the room next door, it sounded like someone was playing the radio and it just kept getting louder and louder. And I'm thinking to myself, again, like seriously, can they keep it down? Like, how dare they? And I was about to knock on the wall to let them know they needed to turn that radio down when I listened a bit more closely to realize it was actually Reba McIntyre. <laughs> she was in the room next door and it would have been a horrible introduction to her. So when Mark came back in, we were working on one line. And he was singing the line, I knew this moment would arrive. And I was like, that's really cool, Mark. But what if we went, I knew this moment would arrive. And I hit that low note for the very first time in that writing session. And it ended up making it into the song. So I feel like at least I had a, a small contribution to My Heart Has a History. Yeah, my heart has a history of letting go. This debut single shot to the top of the charts, a first for a Canadian male country artist in the U.S. But Paul didn't stop there. In 1999, he released I Do, a song that resonated with fans worldwide, becoming a symbol of love and commitment. Baby, I will, I am, I can, I have, I do. The song I do has a really special place in my heart. I wrote it originally for a friend of mine who was getting married. She had asked me to come and sing at her wedding, and I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to sing, but it was the night before the wedding, and, and I still hadn't chosen, so I decided to write her this song. And I, I played it the next day. You know, of course, I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be a cheap musician, so I, I bought her a wedding gift as well. I think I got her some Tupperware or something. <laughs> and 
sang the song and kind of forgot about it. Years later, played it for the label, and they loved the song, and we put it on the album, and it went to number one. Not long after it went to number one, I proposed to Liz, my wife, and she's been on the road. She's sung that song with me. We've sung that at so many different weddings and had the opportunity to make it a special moment for people on that incredible day for them as well. And, and there's nothing like that, I think, for a songwriter to know that something that you've written and contributed has become a part of people's lives. It really is a wonderful feeling. I do. The turn of the millennium saw Paul continue to make waves. In 2001, his Small Towns and Big Dreams album showcased his storytelling prowess, resonating with listeners across Canada and the U.S. The best things around that I have ever seen came from small towns and big dreams. The album Small Towns and Big Dreams will always be an incredibly special moment for me in my career. It was at a time where I had a lot of doubts. I I wasn't sure how things were going to turn out. I had left the record label I was working with and decided to sort of strike out on my own. And we went playing in small towns across Canada, a new recording that was being made live of songs that no one had ever heard before. I'd written an entire you know, project's worth of music and decided to go try it out on the Canadian fans. And there were so many things stacked against it, so many things that could have gone wrong, but instead a lot of things went right. Country Radio supported it and played a live acoustic record, which they never do, but they did. I was asked to host the Canadian Country Music Awards as an unsigned artist, which never happens, but it did. I'll never forget the moment where I was packing up my guitar after playing Small Towns and Big Dreams on the award show, and then they called my name for Album of the Year. And I I walked back out on stage and, you know, as close as I've ever heard to God speaking to me, I kind of heard this voice that said, you just need to get out of the way. Go and chase your dreams and do the things that you were made to do and let me take care of the rest. It's been such an amazing journey chasing after music all these years and Small Towns and Big Dreams was a moment where everyone who supported me showed up in an incredible way and made my dreams come true in bigger ways than I ever could have imagined. Paul's career continued to flourish, and he was rewarded with multiple Junos, Canada's version of the Grammy Awards, numerous country music awards, and he was named the American Country Music Association's 2005 Global Country Artist of the Year. His voice became a beloved part of the Canadian musical landscape. Thank you so much. When I signed to my first record deal, I wanted to use the platform of celebrity to continue making a difference and to help people. Thank you for this recognition tonight. I'm thankful for the opportunity it gives me to share about the need that there is in this world. I've been so blessed. Thank you for listening, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Let's fast forward to 2012. Paul released Just As I Am, a gospel album that highlighted his versatility and deep personal beliefs. This album showed a different side of Paul, one that connected with the spiritual roots of country music. Just As I Am is an album that I wanted to make my entire life. Just as I am without one plea. You know, 
I grew up singing traditional gospel music from the time I was very young, about six years old. And all of the artists that I look up to have done a gospel album of some sort. And I'll never forget, you know, even as a kid, getting the chance every once in a while to listen to Elvis sing How Great Thou Art or one of those types of songs. So for me, it was a moment of being able to kind of walk in the footsteps of some of my favorite artists and just bring songs from my childhood, songs that were really precious and, and are very near and dear to me, to an audience that maybe hadn't heard those songs before. And also on that album, I got a chance to sing with some of my all-time favorite artists, just incredible musicians, people like Ricky Skaggs and, and Patti Loveless and John Anderson and the Whites and the Isaacs and the High Valley Boys on that project. It was an incredible moment for me in my career and, you know, one that I'll always, always cherish. In recent years, Paul has become an advocate for various causes, using his platform and success to bring attention to important social issues. In 2017, he championed the organization Not In My City, whose mandate was to create awareness and take collective action to prevent and end human trafficking and sexual exploitation. It started about seven years ago now, and you know we've been working hard to help people to understand the realities of one of Canada's fastest growing crimes. And I often say when I'm speaking about this issue and speaking about Not In My City and the work that we do to disrupt human trafficking, when it comes to this issue, we all have different capacities to affect change. But when it comes down to it, once we know about this issue, we all have the same responsibility. And for me, it's a wonderful feeling to know that I get to use this platform of music and celebrity to be able to point people towards ways that we actually can change this issue and bring hope to so many people's lives. So I hope people will check out notinmycity.ca, that they'll take the training program and work with me and, and with the Not In My City team to actually make our country and a lot of people's lives a lot better. In 2021, Paul's commitment to his community and his country was recognized when he was appointed to the Order of Canada, one of the country's highest civilian honors. One of the things I think that I've loved the most over my career is getting to wave that Canadian flag proudly no matter where I go. Even when we moved to Nashville and lived there for 10 years and were traveling the world, it was wonderful to be able to stay true to my roots and kind of brag a little bit about where I was born and raised. Canadian man, at your service from the land of the chill. And so to be able to receive the Queen's Diamond and Platinum Jubilee Awards and to be recognized for the work that Liz and I try to do and use this platform to try to do in philanthropy, it was a very proud moment and one that you know I'll always hold near and dear. Today, Paul continues to inspire with his music and his philanthropy. His most recent projects include collaborations with other artists, including a recent tour with Terry Clark, our guest on the next episode of Cartoons. He's also mentoring upcoming musicians, ensuring that the legacy of Canadian country music continues to thrive. Yeah, I've, I've been doing some writing. You know, I, I can't really switch that off in my head for some reason. There's always something pulling me towards writing new material and, you know, it'll be the turn of a phrase or you'll see something or think about something or hear something and, and you'll want to just sit down and, and write. So I've been working on some new music. I'm hoping to start sharing that with people here. I, I love how you can just sort of roll music out now, you know, whenever you want to and, and sort of at the push of a button. So be listening because there's definitely more coming. And I would say, you know, one of the biggest highlights for me recently was being on tour with Terry Clark. Blasting on the radio waves enough to make my mama cry because that's where I come 
We had such a great time going across the country on the homecoming tour in 2023. And I can't wait until, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get together and do a few more of those shows because it's, it's just been, oh, just an absolute blast. We had so much fun out there. Music will always draw me and it'll always be something that is uh, pulling me back into the spotlight. I absolutely love what I get to do. Throughout his career, Paul has remained true to his roots, embodying the spirit of Alberta in every song and every action. As we wrap up this episode, we reflect on the journey of Paul Brandt. From a nurse in Calgary to a country music icon and a pillar of the community to husband to Liz and father to Lily and Joseph. His story is a testament to the power of faith and the impact of music. Well, I guess if there was one word that could sum it all up, it would be thankful. I've had the opportunity to travel the world and, and play on the most incredible stages in front of huge audiences. Sometimes playing in front of audiences in a, in a more intimate setting, see people wipe tears away and laugh and sing along as we use the wonderful gift of music to be able to inspire and entertain and enlighten. It's incredible to be able to provide escape too and just have a lot of fun together. And, you know, Liz being there with me for so much of it on the road, now as a dad, you know, if I'm not singing, you're gonna probably see me at the side of a basketball court coaching basketball or just hanging out out here in the foothills of Canada's Rocky Mountains. I, I love being here at our place and doing the work that we do with Not My City. The more I think about it, the more I think about how much I have to be thankful for. And, and for everyone out there who's listened all these years, who supported me, encouraged me, and come out to the shows, it's a heartfelt thank you from this kid that never would have imagined that all of this could have happened so many years ago to now where we are today. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Cartoons with Paul Brandt. Tune in next time for another episode of Cartoons where we'll explore more captivating stories from Alberta's rich musical heritage. Cartoons, proudly supported by Cam Clark Ford. Friendly, fun, professional. They're all about providing the best deal, outstanding service, and year-round peace of mind. Visit them at camclarkford.com. Cartoons.